The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. Labia, labia, labia salad, dressing, give me the dressing for your labia salad. There we are. Is that the uh, the original ending theme to Frasier? Yes. Yes. Labia salad and scrambled eggs. Uh, labia salad and scrambled eggs. If there's any phrase I want to hear Kelsey Grammer say out loud, it's that. Labia salad? Yeah. It's with that thick, thick voice of his. Give me the dressing. Mm, give me the dressing, baby. Give me that dressing. What are you sipping on, good buddy? Mm. Oh, man. That is... Uh, that is pure pre-mixed Chi-Chi's Margarita Gold, 12.5% uh, alcohol. Wow. The restaurant Chi-Chi's might have died. is still a viable brand? It is. The restaurants themselves shit the bed, but the pre-made drink mix from Bella's Liquors lives on. So thank you so much to them. No shit. Thank you to Chi-Chi's. Thank you to my uh, toddler son who uh, remained asleep <laughs> while I left him in the house and ran to the liquor store. I kept vigil via the phone. I have a web camera that I can watch whatever horrors fucking befall him while I go to the store. Uh, so don't be mad, child services. And Your uh, commitment to alcohol is staggeringly impressive, my yeah, friend. I'm a drinker. So uh, going on. As a matter of fact, it's funny. I've been making a little note to myself. I've been trying to keep track of what I've been eating and drinking. And I am on day 28 of drinking in a row. So All right. I've got two more to go as soon as I get myself. Thank you. To May 5th. It'll have been April 5th to May 5th yeah. that I will have I will have done it every single day. Cinco so. to Drinko. Cinco to Drinko. Yeah. Cinco throw to up in the Cinco. And I like to set goals Zero, for myself zero. and achieve those gears. Hey, by the way, I wanted to just, just start off with this. Are you going to start yeah. watching Impact now because of that shit? You've got <laughs> you've got Pentagon, who is like one of your dudes, He's is my now dude, the Impact yeah. champion. Is that going to make you watch Impact now? 
I have no way of watching Impact because I don't have cable and I don't believe that uh, that Impact shows up on Hulu or anything like that. So, um, no. <laughs> is, the, is the short answer. I, I wouldn't mind because honestly, from everything I'm reading about what's happening in Impact, and yeah, they're doing a lot of talent share with Lucha. They did the show over Mania Weekend. Um, it actually sounds like they're getting their shit together and actually putting out at least uh, better than a halfway decent product for the first time in what seems like ages. So the interest uh, of mine is there. Uh, Pentagon and, and Phoenix and Cage is apparently getting this monster push over there mm-hmm. as well. And we've got... Uh, uh, Cuerno doing some stuff over there and Drago like these are guys that I really like um, but if, if I had a way to watch it I probably would find a way to try to squeeze it in but unfortunately with my uh, dire financial situation not having cable and not knowing of any other way to, to catch the shows I, I'm coming up short there shit alright well someone out there in the rough house land start DVRing them in their entirety and sending them over to Chris so he could start getting I guess it's sort of like Lucha Underground season 4.5 side story. You're, who knows if there'll ever be a Lucha, Lucha 5. I mean, I know they sort of crawled kicking yeah. and screaming into Lucha season 4. Uh, but these talents are ending up in impact of all places. And by God, Pentagon Dark is now their champion after a, yeah. uh, an, after a pay-per-view. Does anybody have any idea how that pay-per-view did? No, I haven't heard buy rates or, or anything like that. I know it was received well critically, but I, you know, who gives a shit if it's received well critically if no one yeah. saw it? Uh, I, I don't really know how well it, it did or didn't do business wise. Uh, so hopefully it did well enough. I know ratings have been kind of on a uh, upward trajectory for them, but you know that means instead of no one watching, uh, very limited fewer watching. So. Eh. Glass half full on that one. <laughs> now, yeah. there were some other people on there. You had Drago. You had Aerostar. You had uh, a man that owns a Shoney's. You had uh, Taya <laughs> Very true. Uh, who, boy, oh, boy. You know, it, it, she said she was catching some shit for uh, getting a little thicker. Girl, throw yeah. on another 40. Throw on yeah. another 40 LBs, <laughs> and that'll put me just where I need you. Uh, you had OVE taking on Eddie Edwards Moose and Tommy Dreamer. Uh, OVE, God love you, Sammy Callahan, when you're not murdering people with a baseball bat. But the Christ <laughs> brothers, as badly as I want to call you the Christ twins, the blonde yeah. one does look a little slow. I <laughs> don't know which one that is, if it's Dave or Jake Chris, OVE, Ohio versus everything, and or Ohio is for killers. Right. Uh, yes, I think he's the blonde one. He has what only can be described as an unfortunately sized face. Uh, <laughs> if you look at him and his, his body of work, a talented fellow, but then it, it, do, do me a favor and just, just search Jake Christ, just spell Christ and drop the H, and look at him and say, oh, I'm going to have to explain the specials to him a few times before he gets it. We don't carry clam chowder. <laughs> in this Burger King. Uh, but he does appear to take an ass-kicking pretty well alongside his brother. And uh, on top of that, you have someone who I've been paying attention to. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, Sue, does. Yeah, doesn't he look just he a little bit... Uh, he, yeah. 
Yeah, very derpy. Very derpy looking yes. individual. Uh, again, he's pretty good at what he does, but no doubt. He does have that he does have that Matt Seidel kind of tiny face. He does look <laughs> like someone's gonna cheer him on no matter what place he comes in. So God He bless looks him. like he plays bass in a five finger death punch tribute band. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Four finger uh, four finger tickle punch. This yeah. poor guy, yeah. He's uh, uh, wrong side wrong side of Dave Christ. Uh, Sue Young <laughs> is someone else that I've been paying attention to. Real name no, is get out of town. Vanessa Riggs from Seattle, Washington. I can't tell what her background is. She's obviously playing this weird uh, Japanese ghost murder bride character right yeah. now on Impact. And she's, yeah. a, she's a frightening looking bit of business. Uh, she's also Rich Swan's wife. The yep. woman that he got into a domestic situation that got him let go from the WWE with. Yeah. And rumors swirling, you're going to see Rich Swan in Impact sooner rather than later. If by the time this podcast comes out, he's not already in Impact. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. Uh, the response to Rich Swan when he first said he was going to go back to the Indies, he was supposed to do a bunch of shows over Mania weekend. The internet uh, threw their hands up in rage and were like, "Not this guy!" Because no. of you know the the domestic. Uh, dispute that happened. Uh, he said he was retiring from wrestling, and then uh, about three weeks ago, popped up in CZW, and all was good. So I guess he's just going to continue wrestling now. Good for okay. him. Yeah, I, I mean, I always, I always like Rich. I mean, he was a, uh, you know, he's a Baltimore boy. Um, yeah, or at least from the area. I'm not sure exactly where, but um, uh, but yeah, you know, he was always talented. I was happy when he got a, a good push in in the cruiserweight division uh, in WWE. Uh, seemed like he had some fan support. He had like sure. a pay per view match. I think it was the pay per view, the last pay per view in Baltimore. He had a match and he won. I think he may have been champion at that time. I can't recall. Or it was a tag match with Sasha Banks. Am I re- remembering that correctly? I don't. I'm yeah, not yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had like a sweet spot that. for. Yeah, so uh, you know, I, I I want the guy to to make a living somehow or another. I don't, you know, I don't have any ill feelings toward towards the man. I want him to make a living and have some fun with it. So, uh, it, it depends on what kind of crowds he's going to go in front of and whether or not they're going to uh, a no, b care, or uh, that you know, well, time will tell on that. You know who you else know. is looking making uh, making a return to the ring and uh, making a couple of extra bucks? Write it down. Ladies and gentlemen, details forthcoming in the months to come. July 28th, yours truly returns to action inside oh. the squared circle. I'm sorry. Little tease. <coughs> Paperwork signed. Documents filled out. Not going to give you anything beyond that. Just a date. I'm going to need somebody to set aside. July 28th, yours truly returns to the ring. Not as an advisor, not as a manager, as an actual in-ring competitor. I won't tell you who with. I won't tell you what for. I won't even tell you where at. But July 28th, your boy's getting back in the ring. Color me interested, my friend. Congratulations. Are you training? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> nope. Nope, not at all. I am drinking every single day. I've actually begun to take Tylenol PM during the day and mixing it with a 
Excedrin migraine, which negates the sleepiness of a Tylenol PM, but not that soothing body oxycodone-like feeling. I've been pumping a lot of chemicals into myself to be able to make it through day to day. Give me about three or four more years. Had the weirdest BM the other day, jet black. So my insides are just oh. slowly beginning to liquefy themselves. That's yeah, not great. July 20th, yeah, what would I friend. look like? I, hey, if it works for wrestlers in the 1980s, I think it can work for you now. I, if I, I could get a hold of a do Soma, perfectly I fine. If I could take a fucking <laughs> Soma right now, I would do it. So, uh, Now, full disclosure, while I've been reading some wrestling news, I haven't watched 30 fucking seconds of wrestling since I got back from WrestleMania. I can't tell you who's fucking gone where, who's done what, what the shit has happened. I haven't watched fuck from fuck all i've heard is that nakamura can't keep his hands off of people's dicks there's a digit somehow Check. again uh that Check. ray and matt have a new tag team name Check that uh mm-hmm. titus is tripping falling all over his fucking self <laughs> yeah uh, he is <laughs> brock is still the <laughs> still the champion uh-huh. And Dean Ambrose's mm-hmm. hairline is still making a break for it. So I I can't tell you <laughs> shit from fart what has happened in the world of professional wrestling. So good luck and Godspeed. <laughs> well, uh, I guess the good news or the bad news, depending on how you look at it, is for the most part, uh, you've described everything that's actually happened since WrestleMania. Pretty much. We've- been in a very weird holding period between uh, the the greatest Royal Rumble, between uh, Superstar Shakeup, which in some cases hasn't actually entirely finished happening yet. Right. Uh, yeah. Basically, if you had not watched a second of pro wrestling since WrestleMania, mm-hmm. the show is basically the same. Yeah, aside from Matt Hardy and uh, Bray Wyatt being the Raw Tag Team Champions after Braun Strowman and Nicholas, the referee's son, forfeited the titles. Uh, they, they won those last weekend at the uh, Greatest Royal Rumble. Uh, so that's really the only title change. We got a couple yep. title matches this weekend with Backlash. And um, speaking of the Greatest Royal Rumble... Um, there's been some more controversy uh, that's yeah, there come has. Out over the past week, man. This thing, it's it's. I mean, I know money's money's great and money is good and mm-hmm. business and greed is good, but there are uh, seemingly way more negatives in terms of how the company is being viewed and how they've handled things uh, than there were positives. Have you seen all this other stuff, Justin? I've seen everything dealing with the women. I've seen uh, mm-hmm. the fact that they really insisted on having a lot of dead wrestlers there. We'd love to have <laughs> Owen Hart, but we'll just get some <laughs> other blonde Canadian to step in. Yep, right. Uh, what else beyond the women and the wrestlers that aren't alive anymore? So one is the Sami Zayn sitch, uh, being that Sami Zayn, although is Canadian, is of Syrian descent, and he's been very public about it and has raised money on his own uh, to fund these mobile clinics for all the atrocities happening in Syria. Um, Syria and Saudi Arabia are not friends. So on the sly, they told Sammy, hey, we're going to fake an injury angle and you're not going to Saudi Arabia. Um, And that's, you know, he's he's a guy who has been in a lot of main storylines over the past year or so. And from what I read is they didn't even flat out 
come out and say to him that you know because of this is a propaganda uh field show for you know uh saudi arabia you're not going to be on the show um and he kind of had to find out about it in in a backhanded way if i read everything correctly so that's that's not a good look on the guys either yeah and it's even weirder when uh you recognize that i think it was uh two or three years ago they did a tour of the middle east including saudi arabia that sammy was on and he yeah. was actually one of the the spokespeople because he you know could speak the language uh, for that tour, uh, and now uh, it's a bad thing. Um, in, in that same regard, uh, Arya Davari uh, getting death threats because of the the pro Iran angle he and Sean uh-huh. Davari ran. Uh, he was getting threats to have his body boiled alive. Nice. So uh, always a great thing when that happens. <laughs> Now, let's look through the lens of history and say, man, this is a shitty modern-day occurrence. Uh, But let's not forget that WCW 1995, the collision in Korea at May Day Mm -hmm, Stadium, mm -hmm. when in the main event, Ric Flair took on Antonio Inuki in Pyongyang, North Korea. So there's been times where uh, wrestling promotions... We'll take a buck or two from some horrible third world dictator or some extremely oppressive government in the name of moving into a new market. In this case, uh, much in WCW's case, trying to get onto the Korean Peninsula. So I, I, you know, I read what Triple H said about it that it, you know you can't go and just sort of bludgeon them over the head with your culture and your way of being which you know we we deem to be right and more forward thinking and yeah you know you can't have women out on their own in saudi arabia you can't even have women performers in saudi arabia they have to be you know attended to damn near like servants is that ass backwards yes they have fucking camel beauty pageants over there where people are disqualified (laughs) because someone's humped fucking weird water horse was injected with botox look it up not making up a word of that. So you have to be able yeah. to slowly work your way in and add some stuff to it. It's a shame. Wish Sammy could have been there. Wish the women could have been there. I think it's very cool if the rumor's true that they paid the women, but I don't think they should have said no to the money if it increases the size of the brand. As long as they don't put down women or make them out to be slave-like characters or screw Libya. I will say the timing of the Davari stuff was probably not very well done considering that those two countries, Iran and Saudi Arabia, have had murderous intents towards each other for many, many years now. Might want to leave that shit on the shelf. But uh, yeah, I don't disagree with them going. I don't disagree with them going whatsoever, and actually applaud them for paying the women. I do love the suggestion that they didn't get around to that they should have like the same day or next night done an all woman show somewhere in like Madrid or London or I, I don't somewhere know somewhere that would appreciate it somewhere yeah. New York or Rio or some other big major city where they did an all female show, all brands, NXT talent, SmackDown talent, Raw talent. To say, hey, the guys are all going over here to do this. Meanwhile, very next night, all the women are getting focused on to do that. And the the, uh, the elements of the universe balance themselves out. I thought that was a missed opportunity. 
Yeah, and, and I understand the money aspect of the whole thing, but maybe in t- in terms of the the PR side of it, stateside, maybe try to try to get in front of it a little more and say, hey, you know, we're going to be doing this thing. It's great for our business. It'll work in the long run. Um, but for right now, they they were reactionary um, instead of proactive with like, hey, you know, we're doing this thing. Um, these people aren't coming because of reasons. We're working on it, but we're it, it's it's a work in progress, and you have to give us some time. I just feel like if if they hadn't been so reactionary and gotten in front of it a little bit, it wouldn't be as much of an issue. Um, but I don't know. Now. Let's just get the actual event itself. I read some results. I saw some highlights. You know, we have the ha-ha moment from uh, Titus O'Neil. But Braun Strowman runs the whole damn thing. He walks away with it. He's got that big, goofy green belt. Yeah. What? Has there been any development since no. that? Is that just a, a dumb one-off? <laughs> They're returning later this year, apparently. Um, yeah. Is two that... shows, Two big shows a year. Okay, so is there... Is that it? That the it's not like uh, some people are trying to shoehorn meaning into this thing and, and shoehorn ideal and saying, "Hey, this was bronze coming out. This was them saying, hey, 'Hey, we're leaning into Braun moving forward, not Roman.'" I, I don't know. I think it might be people adding storyline where there is no storyline, but it, it seemed like almost like what was it? The Great American Bash that they did is uh-huh. a house show. That sort of was a fun one-off. The, star, but the Starcade thing. Starcade, excuse me. Starcade, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That didn't have any long-reaching implications. It was cool, but it was sort of an outlier. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was, you know, from, from what I was reading, is these guys said what they wanted to happen. And I guess maybe they asked for a Royal Rumble match. Um, so they got a Royal Rumble match. And I guess, um, I don't know if they had any booking input on who was going to win or not. Um but, um, you know, Braun was is a logical guy to win the whole thing. Uh, and although yeah. Braun won and not much, um, you know, has happened, you know, because if you if you paid attention to it, when they were announcing um, the card for Backlash at first, they had Braun with the green belt on the card. And then like three days later, the green belt was gone off the card and it's just back to regular Braun. So I feel like it was just a vanity thing for that show. Um, maybe Agreed. if they do another one at some point, then whoever wins the next one, Royal Rumble, will, will win the belt back. Who who, who the fuck knows? Um but I feel like it was just a, yeah, sure, we'll give you whatever you want. You want a title on there? Sure, we'll throw a title on there. And now they're out of there for a couple months, so they're just like, yeah, it means nothing. So I, I don't think it has any long-lasting implications, although I do still think that Braun um, is being put a, as that guy. What do you think, Marty? Uh, I, I definitely think it's one of those scenarios where, you know, it, it – the optics of having a guy like Braun win that rumble probably was very impressive to that crowd. I don't right. know if it's really going to have uh, any sort of long-term implications besides it becomes another factoid that Michael Cole and company can throw out there. I mean, it's a cool looking belt. I think it's interesting that they decided to, you know, give them that, uh, that, that sort of, um, spotlight by giving it a yeah. custom title but uh, for the most part i i don't know if it's uh if it's going to be really something that important down the line yeah i would i this would have a little bit more meaning to me if how do i put this it, i wouldn't care about it as much if it was like um the the greatest no mercy 
the greatest TLC, <laughs> the greatest money in the bank. But the right. Royal Rumble is really in an era where there are no stakes left. Winning and losing means nothing, uh, really, belts or props. That if you win the Royal Rumble, you get into the main event of WrestleMania, or you get a title shot of your right. choice now, this brand split type sure. stuff. But at the end of this pay-per-view, it's not of I won or I lost, it's pro wrestling, it doesn't matter, I have a title or I don't, it's just a prop. At the end of a Royal Rumble, you get a little preview of what the rest of the next couple of months are going to look like as you walk up to WrestleMania. Right. So to call it like the greatest Royal Rumble, and the WWE has sort of decreed when you win a Royal Rumble, you get this great prize at the end of it, which is Mania. To not get that at the end of this, or something equivalent to a SummerSlam main event, a Money in the Bank style cash-in voucher Something, some sort of tangible cash-in reward other than this big, dumb green belt that will really never be defended. It was almost like this thing was sort of main-evented by a weird Royal Rumble Andre the Giant hybrid where if you win the Andre, it doesn't really mean anything. It doesn't matter. You can barely yeah. even remember it. Same thing. You won a 50-man right. Royal Rumble, and it doesn't really matter at all. The Rumble matters, and this one didn't. So... I, they're going to do another one. Who knows what they'll call the damn thing. Uh, but I would like to yeah. see them in the future add some stakes to it. Add some sort of, if you win the thing when you come home, X will happen. Right. And even with Braun Strowman winning, really, Daniel Bryan had the standout performance. Um, aside from Braun Strowman you know, adding to his uh, elimination count and, and, and stuff like that, Daniel Bryan was in there for, I think, 77 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which, Man, that's 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 an impressive feat for especially somebody who hasn't been a full time competitor in a couple of years. Um, and besides the fact that his chest looked like hamburger meat by the his end, his chest looked Roddy. like Lexi Bell's pussy after a fifty man gangbang. That thing <laughs> was so fucking Napoleon blown apart by the end of it, just bloody and lump and ripping. It was hard to look at that towards the end of it. I mean. I would love yeah. to have been a fly on the wall for the conversation between him and Roddy backstage where he was like, listen, just fucking lean into it, homie. Like that, Roderick Strong does not strike me as a guy like a Teddy Hart that's going to go into business for himself and be like, all right, I'm on the main roster. Let me beat the shit out of the most beloved guy that there is and not give him a heads up. I feel like that was Brian pulling him aside and say, hey, let's... Let's fucking go for it. Let's do some sportatorium style yeah. shit and really yeah, whoop yeah. my ass at this thing. It's not going to matter. Let's let's make a show of it. And uh, I can speak from personal experience. Roderick Strong is a little snug, uh, mm-hmm. borderline stiff, because he kicked me in the chest as hard as he fucking could, and I transcended <laughs> into the next plane for a couple seconds there. Uh, so yeah, he he has the uh, potential to go super snug. Yeah, he's one of those guys that, from the earliest days, he's always seemed to me that um, he was the type of kid that played a little too hard in dodgeball, if he kept that drift. <laughs> and, yeah. and he brings that, that same sort of uh, fun to the ring. And uh, I don't know if, uh, Chris, you caught the video of uh, Daniel Bryan after the Rumble. He seemed happy as hell that it oh, happened. Yeah. He's, so. living the g- he's so happy right <laughs> exactly. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and, and I'm happy for him. I was just, you know, damn that that and that and that was the reason that he was or at least the K Fabe reason that he wasn't on SmackDown this week because he had a, a 
chest infection and i don't know if that was an inner chest infection like a, a breathing issue or the fucking nasty welts on his actual physical out outer chest um not sure if that was legit or kayfabe or which one it was but that's was the reason that he wasn't on smackdown this week and we got what looked like hornswoggle and a beard coming out <laughs> uh, playing him to big Cass, who has not improved much on the microphone at all no now, not in see, the least i thought that he did a pretty decent job on ms tv I thought he did a better job there than I've heard him in, in prior years where he had to lean on Enzo's gift of gab. I thought that was one I thought it was an improvement over former performances. He is not Orson Welles yet, but he's better <laughs> than he was. I saw I saw improvement from him. Abs okay. are showing up a little bit, hair still way too wet, and Super him on tanned. his TV way tan. Um Way too tan. Speaking of which, is anybody uh, his former partner? Anybody seen Enzo's last post? No, he's no. Enzo Social bubbled media? back up out of nowhere uh-huh. with a bit of a fucking goodbye world looking post. Someone might want to put that guy on suicide watch. Uh, looking at Enzo Amore right here, I think he goes under the name Real, Real One, one. Uh, on yeah. on Instagram. He deleted all of his other posts. He deleted okay. everything else on there, and he has a picture. I'm not sure if you can see this, but it's just uh, – hold on. Let it register for a second. It's just a picture of two shoes <laughs> hanging from power lines. Telephone wire. Yeah, with, yeah, with lines. the caption, it's been real, and that's it. And he deleted everything Ooh. else and has gone fully underground. He did change the name of his – um. Uh, the profile on his IG instead of you know WWE Cruiserweight Champion Smack sure. Talker Skywalker whatever to believe half of what you see and none of what you read. So, well, we still follow each other on Twitter. Maybe I'll reach out. I, see what's up. He follows you. He follows us. Yeah, he follows the All show. Right. Forever Ooh. ago, when he was in NXT, I was doing the uh, SAWFT routine online. He wasn't a you know a, a fly on a muskrat's ass yet, and someone started right. tweeting him that the guys in Baltimore are doing that. He followed back. We had a little back and forth. He gave me a courtesy follow, and nice. then never unfollowed. So we are okay. still yeah. followers. I might slide reach in out. there. I might I might slide up in them fucking DMs of his whether or not he wants it and see if uh, <laughs> oh, he's God. got anything to say. So yeah, the last thing he wrote was medicine. still uh, five months ago. From the offices of Osborne and does that say Mastodon? Maldon. Uh, got to be right. The offices of fucking Ozzy Osborne and Mastodon, a professional association attorney in law, with his whole excuse. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's getting been five back months big, already. It's been five. Ja- well, January twenty third. So getting close, four months. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, uh, what do you, what do you think about Cass and Brian? Cass gets moved to. SmackDown uh, shows up on SmackDown, I should say. Brian yeah. is there. Miz is there. But instead of that feud that everybody wants, okay, let's rekindle Miz and Brian, they interject Cass into it out of nowhere. 
Uh, I think it's one of those scenarios where they feel like Cass is going to be one of those future big guys. I mean, we kind of saw it before Cass went away. He was, you know, part of the four-way title match where Owens got the belt, that sort of thing. Um, I I think it's one of those scenarios where they feel like it'll be good to have Cass in the ring with someone as competent and as over as Brian. And uh, maybe they'll transfer some of that heat over to him. I, I, I really think that's a long-term goal there to, to uh, you know, make him look better by being in the ring with Brian. I don't know if it's going to work out for those guys, but, um, yeah, I, I would, honestly would even be shocked if he goes over on Sunday. Well, that was my question. How does this match end? Does it end with Brian vanquishing this new big guy that they're trying to push? Does it end with, you know, Cass getting the heat for, for beating the, the beloved fan favorite? Or... Does the Miz uh, interject himself uh, to cost Brian the match, and then we plow right ahead into that feud, which you know should last the entire summer and lead up to SummerSlam if if you know if they want to make sense about the whole thing and, and milk it for what it's worth. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm kind of I'm curious for a number of reasons for that match. Um, I, I'm curious to see how he is if he's gotten any. Uh, you know what his move set's going to be, working full heel and. Um, uh, how he's going to go after Brian and how Brian's going to look. I, I, I'm actually kind of looking forward to the match. I'm not. I'm not in love with the angle 100, percent but I think the match uh, is going to be entertaining for one, and and it ha- you know it has my attention. Yeah, I, uh, I I I'm hoping for some Miz involvement somehow. I'm hoping that he, he somehow interjects and 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 sort of makes this about himself. Because we are already at May 3rd right now. If we take a look, yeah. uh, SummerSlam. 2018 falls on. Let's take a quick peek August here. August 20-something. August 20... Uh, August 19th. August 19th. Okay. okay, close. So, uh, you know, May, June, July, August. Three months. Three months buildup. Yeah. And I say, you know, hey, that's not a lot of time. Lord knows the WrestleMania card didn't shape up until the fucking week of. So, yeah, I mean, half the goddamn thing happened while we were there. So... <laughs> uh, I can even see Brian having another feud before they get to Miz with uh, I-, I don't know who, I don't know how. Maybe fucking he gets involved in the Nakamura AJ stuff. Maybe he gets his dick yeah, touched. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I-, I would say uh, don't him and Joe, one. maybe. Him and Joe could be cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, Joe Joe's on Smack uh, Raw, correct? No, He's Joe's on SmackDown, SmackDown now. Oh, Joe's on SmackDown now? Yeah, he oh, came wow, over really? the shakeup. Oh, okay. SmackDown's loaded right now, dude. God damn. All right, still not going to watch. Uh, they <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I could I could, I can enjoy that. I can enjoy that quite a bit. Speaking of which, when is um uh Sanity coming out? Uh, they got announced they're supposed to be popping up any day now but they have not shown up you know that'd be an interesting angle for them to run on backlash this sunday uh th- i haven't seen anything where the smack are the smackdown tag titles up this weekend do we uh, uh not let's sure see about that they are not uh actually neither tag title is on the line this weekend which is kind of weird but hey i'd love to see sanity run in and do something maybe during the pre-show maybe as a random segment that they add as part of the show i don't know um, I, I 
I would love to see them come in and make an impact is really what I'm trying yeah. to say. Because uh, there, there's a lot of talent there, and I think they would come off really, really well if they got thrown into the mix of, you know, Usos and New Day and Bludgeon Brothers. Just add them as another wild card to that feud. It'd be awesome. Yeah, it looks like we're doing a little bar and New Day um, sitch happening right now, which I'm fine with. I, I think those two teams work, work really well together. Um, but yeah, Sanity coming up with the, the three dudes uh, minus Nikki Cross. Uh, and we also haven't seen um, CN yet. Now, they've yeah. been doing some uh, some video previews of um, Andrade. Um, so who knows when he's going to show up and what he's going to come into feud wise <coughs> excuse me feud wise i would imagine maybe right into something with jeff hardy for the u.s title i mean i don't know the guy was an nxt champ so he has uh you know championship material so i think um i think that could work so is he is he like a nakamura does he have like extremely limited english or is he playing a fucking role what is his thing is he does uh, is he like from uh, iowa and he's playing it up <laughs> or, he's straight up from Mexico, and he is yeah. not very good with the English. So um, not at that's all. That's why Zelina Vega is there. He cut a couple promos, very angry, yelly promos uh, leading up to the Gargano match and the Black match, and none of them were really good. So that guy falls dead in the water without Zelina Vega there to talk for him. So luckily, she's coming up with him, and I think she, her running down Jeff Hardy and them having a match is is good money, good smart money right there. Okay, all right. If that's the case, yeah, I, I got to wonder how far he can go. They have seemed to finally kind of figured out what to do with Nakamura. Uh, the, the, he really needed to become a heel to add some dimension to yeah. him, update his mm-hmm. music, have him punch everyone in the dick, have him act <laughs> even super weird. You know, there was a thing recently on Stone Cold where he was saying, um, you know, don't go to the dick punch too much. I say lean into it. I say almost pull a page from the book of the Bucks. Yeah. And just hit everyone in the dick. I mean, hit the ring announcer in the dick. Start hitting <laughs> a JoJo. Pretend JoJo's got a dick and not shot her. Um, any chance he gets, he's just like this dick hunter. He's just... he's. It, it, they, they go backstage to look for him and they have to wander the hallway in that first person view camera shot. And it's just bodies everywhere all holding their dicks. If you're looking for him, follow the trail of broken dicks, and you'll find Nakamura at the end of it. I love it. Wasn't that, that a Liu Kang gimmick back in the day in Mortal Kombat? Did he, he do did a split the splits to the dick punch? and punched you in the dick. Yeah. yeah. That was a pretty yeah. good bit. If you can learn to do the splits and just do a straight-up jab to the cock, love it. That's your new finishing move, fucking Kakamura. But I, really, I don't want him to not hit people in the dick. I... I love I'm the idea you. of, uh, like, AJ having to maybe put some sort of metal cup. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Who was it? Who who did the bit back in the day where he Bret had Hart. a piece of metal? Bret Hart. Yes. That's right, with the metal hidden to under Goldberg. the outfit. Yeah. To go, uh, yes, where Bret, Gar- Bret, for those are younger listeners, Goldberg had a spear that if you got hit by the spear, you were dead, it was over. And then one day he spears Bret Hart. He acts like he's knocked out. Bret Hart stands up. And he has a big plate of steel underneath of his singlet that he pulls out. Ha ha, got you. And uh, while funny, just added to the list of ways that they ruined fucking Hitman Hart. (laughs) I would love for them to see them do that with AJ. At some point, he goes to nutshot him, has no effect. He reaches down and just pulls out. Chastity belt. 
big fucking metallic <laughs> chastity belt. Uh, he's broken his arm. His his elbow's all fucked up or something <laughs> like that. He broke his arm on AJ's dick. His phenomenal dick. And <laughs> you know, there's, a note. there's a punch to the dick match. Uh, I'd love that. I'd love that. It's more more dick punching. Uh, Straight out of SGW. Yeah, just all all <laughs> cock punches all day. The only strike that's allowed is strikes to the dick. I would love that. I I'm just I every time I see these clips of him hitting AJ in the dick, the scream that he lets out and the face that Nakamura makes, I just I laugh with my fucking gums flapping in the wind, and how into touching other man's dicks Nakamura is because I feel kinship it's, with him when he does. <laughs> it is pretty great. Well, what do you think happens in the match? It's a no DQ match now, right? Did I read that correctly? I, I, that's correct. I think Justin nailed it. Constant dick punching. Just dick punches for the bell ringing. Just dick punch, dick punch, dick punch, dick punch. Some guys work knees. Some guys work the neck, head. Nakamura working the dick all night long. (laughs) I love that. On top. I love that. I love that so much. Nak comes out on top. I I I think I I I want there I want this to be I want there to be a dick punch counter in the corner (laughs) where for every punch to the dick or dick strike. It just ticks off like South Park's The Night of a Thousand Shits when it just kind of ticked off for every shit that happened. I would love that. I would love that to happen. Um, I think... Ah, man. I still think AJ retains. I don't know. I wish... Shinsuke should have won it from gender. I think AJ retains, meaning that AJ's really been on the business end of a dick strike more often than not. (laughs) I think AJ retains, and maybe... Retains with some sort of like phenomenal forearm to the dick. Uh, uh, he, uh, he has yes. to hurt Shinsuke's cock in this somehow. He has to break <laughs> the cock his crusher. Dick. He puts him in the cock crusher. <laughs> Fuck your calf crusher. He puts him up in the corner like he's going to go for a superplex, but he just sits him down and Pele kicks him in the dick. He does one of those upside down <laughs> to the dick. Pele dick. I think that's the way to go. I th- I th- you know what? I, I hope Road Dog, you're listening because we're just giving you the finish <laughs> He's to your not. match right I've here, buddy. Seen the numbers. He is not. Nope. <laughs> he is not. What? Our numbers or his numbers? I, uh, hey, well, boy, tell you what. Because <laughs> they could easily be mistaken right now for one for the other. Uh, ratings for SmackDown not doing great. No, they're not. They're, and it's shocking considering the amount of talent they have on the show right now, as, as we mentioned earlier. But again, like we mentioned earlier, also, we're kind of in this holding period of the post WrestleMania. The new season hasn't really gotten off full steam yet because we're still dealing with fallout and rematches from the Rumble. And then we had this greatest uh, or I'm first from, from WrestleMania, rather. Then we had this whole Rumble debacle. And I feel like Backlash is kind of the uh, the next step to getting full on to the new um new direction that everybody's going to be going in so this sunday uh will happen that'll backlash and then monday and tuesday we should finally get a little more direction which tuesday by the way is in baltimore smackdown uh i'm not going are either of you fellas going Mm-mm. no we're nope. having the usos up little little tease here the usos are <laughs> oh, coming nice. up on tuesday yeah very cool i'm not going yeah, i'm cool. gonna go to the podcast taping the night before with something to wrestle with Okay. Uh, yeah, you just talk to uh, to to talk Bruce, to right? talk to Bruce. Talk to Bruce Pritchard. Um, Bruce. Bruce. He was a good guy. It was good talking to Bruce. I'm gonna go there and pitch them on an idea. Um, but 
beyond that, mm. uh, hey, why did they move Backlash to New Jersey, by the way? No um, when, when the brand, absor- when they stopped doing the pay-per-views um, brand specific, they dumped a lot of pay-per-views. The Baltimore one was one of them. So I think Backlash was, was Backlash supposed to be in Baltimore or am I thinking Payback? Am I all fucked up right here? Backlash was supposed to be. This one this okay. Sunday all right, was so supposed was to be here. Yeah. So then, yeah. So I guess a uh, bigger market probably, you know? Yeah. I, I, I think it is a larger arena than the chicken box. So that, that. That about makes sense. It's in fucking Newark, though. I mean, Newark is <laughs> trash. Yeah, Newark but it's closer is, to New York. Yeah, I guess it is. I'm looking at a map here. I mean, yeah, it's you gotta cross. But that's the thing too. I, I've always I've heard it said: if you live in New York, you'll cross one river. You won't cross two, and you gotta cross two rivers to uh, get to fucking Newark. Newark sucks. What's the population of Newark? Newark has 277,000 people as of as of 2016, which is, what is the rank? Density, 23rd. Let's look up Baltimore real quick. What is Baltimore's population? 621,000. So you oh, wow. somewhere. Like three times. Yeah, that had a third hmm. of the population. And I mean, has any of either one of you ever been in Newark? I don't think so. Uh, Newark no. is one of the scariest fucking places. You, it's, <laughs> it's the Citadel from Fury Road. N- there's no chains. There's no chains of anything. There's no taxi cab services. It's nothing but hacks. Shits on fire. Every business <laughs> is behind four inches of bulletproof glass. Everyone's shaking. It could be a 97-degree day on a fucking August. Everyone's twitching, tweaking, freaking the fuck out. Everyone's got a knife, and they're all just brandishing it and swinging it at something only they can see. I'm telling you, Newark might be the scariest city in all the United States. And I've driven through Compton. I, I've been yeah. through, uh, walked around um, uh, Mondawmin. Nothing compares <laughs> to the shithole that is New York, Newark, Newark, New Jersey. I took a, I took a cab there to see a UFC fight forever ago. I saw uh, Dan Hardy take on GSP for the welterweight title. Uh, nice. The Jersey Devil, Dan Hardy, and from England. And I took a cab <laughs> back, and it wasn't a cab. It ends up being a hack. And it's like seven blocks away, but I'll be fucked if I'm going to be walking back to that hotel. And I ask, yeah. um, uh, what's the fare? And he goes, how much you think it is? I'm like, I don't know. You tell me. He's like, uh, no. oh, no, I'm thinking... Uh, I'm thinking fifty dollars. I'm like, the ride was literally three and a half minutes. I'll give you twenty. He's like, you'll give me fifty. I'm like, I mean, I got twenty on. And as I'm like trying to negotiate, he just starts to drive away from the hotel with me in the car. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Fifty bucks sounds reasonable. So here's a fifty spot. Please let me out so I could sprint into. Like I get out of the car. And he doesn't even give me time to shut the door. He just guns it so quickly, the, the centrifugal force <laughs> shuts the door itself. I'm like, that's how they do it. That's how they do it here. So that's some good physics terms right there. Look thank at you, you so buddy. much. Two point two GPA. Mom had to talk to the vice principal to let them have me walk at graduation. Um, that's true. Yeah, but you had an article written up about you last week, so there's very that. true. In the superb- Verna Park voice. 
<laughs> What's got more? Our listeners or their readership? Okay. Uh, probably their readership. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Shout out to Zach from the Saverna Park Voice. But uh, I had to pay for his lunch. So... Um, <laughs> Stop it! Really? Yeah, I had to. I had to pay for his lunch. Um, he's not. You had he to. You didn't offer. You had to. He ain't. He ain't keeping the lights on at the Voice. Okay. Um, yeah, he's probably got another gig. So, uh, very sweet young man. Very, very, very into what I do. But for the most part, I don't think the Voice, unless you like own the Voice, are are uh, you're, you're not going Nissan shopping. Uh, yeah. So. What the fuck else is going on? When is Lucha coming back? Uh, six weeks or something like that. June thirteenth. This the June thirteenth. Yeah, it's a Wednesday night. That's it. Yeah. Um, so we're 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 getting closer. They put a little teaser out. No real footage or real storyline trailer yet. But uh, the time approaches. That's the next thing in my life. I'm I'm looking forward to because Infinity War has come and gone. Although I do plan on seeing it again sometime soon. Um, that's what I focus all my attention on. So now now the attention goes to to Lucha Underground. So um. Uh, anxiously awaiting to see uh, how things got to where they were when I was there, which will take some explaining <laughs> for, yeah, for well, no spoilers being released, and uh, just see how everything comes up in the new it. temple. No, I, I don't want you to say anything. Uh, I, I've read. I, I know. I, I do know. I do know. But I want to see how they get. How thing. You know. I thought it was corny them having Professor X dunk a basketball. I thought that was true. <laughs> it, was, it was a jump. I get shark that they got to keep it funny. I get that, but at the same time, you got this guy with his magic fucking space oven mitt trying to slice the world in two, and you got Charles doing a fucking uh, NBA Jam style dunk in the last twenty minutes. Like we get well, it, you're bummed out. Storm's dead, but don't. Take to the court to win her soul back or whatever that fucking deal was he made with Thanos. To be fair, Professor X can move things with his mind. So, And I've always wondered this about Professor X. Why doesn't he just use his telepathic powers to make himself walk? Is he just lazy and he wants to go in the flying wheelchair all the time? I don't fucking I don't know, know what this deal is. I don't know what it is. I thought uh, I thought it was silly. Danny DeVito was MODOK out of nowhere. Haven't seen him at all <laughs> once. Um... I tell you what. Oh, I love uh, you. Dinklage in the Omega Red cameo. Pretty cool. You kind of got to suspend belief to see a small miniature version of that Russian murder machine. Uh, But beyond that, I. uh, Oh, my God. Okay. No one. Jesus Christ. There is one of my favorite podcasts. It's called uh, called Come Town. And Come Town with Nick Mullen. Give it a listen. And they they were theorizing prior to seeing, uh, okay, uh, Infinity War. You know what's going to happen? Who's going to do what? And one of the guys on the show is like, I don't know. I don't know much about any of these characters. I just haven't caught up. Uh, and he was like, this guy, this guy Thanos. He's like a big bad motherfucker, but he's only like had like sporadic appearances. And I have seen Black Panther, and I know it made a ton of money. Like. Within 30 seconds of Thanos touching down on Earth, if he just wants to seal the deal, is the baddest fucking villain Marvel's ever dropped in the MCU, he just needs to start dropping N-bombs. Like, immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just to really get people to fucking hate this guy, you need to make Thanos a racist. (laughs) 
<laughs> you just need to yeah. make Thano just a piece of shit alt-right racist. Where people are like, oh, this guy's not even remotely sympathetic. Fuck this guy. Yeah. Everyone, Falcon's like, the fuck did he just say? And then just flies towards <laughs> his, slices his goddamn finger off to Chala and everybody else is like, no, 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 Bucky, you sent this one out. We're going to take this motherfucker out with the quickness. Trust me, war machines just going fucking ham. All of them are going bananas. Um, yeah, I will say... Yeah, real, real shit though. Um, I saw it. Whatever happened, happened. And there was a guy three seats down from me that was so fucking distraught at the end of it <laughs> that his girlfriend was trying to console him. And they were leaving and they're doing the shimmy down the sides of the seats as they walk down. And he's fucking huffing and puffing and his face is all red and flush. And. He's got a Bazinga shirt on, and he's he's fucked up. He's oh. fucked up at what happened. And she's trying to chill him out. It's like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. You know, they're doing another one, and this will happen, and that will happen. It's comics. You know, no one's ever truly gone or whatever. And she's like, listen, let's just get some food. Let's just get some food. And he visibly goes, I don't want any food. I don't want any food. He, like, <laughs> he swats her hands away like an angry dog up on his back two legs and is swatting at her like, get away from me. I don't want any food. Like, a fucking burrito was not going to turn this guy's day around after Dude. what he just saw. And she was like, oh, my God. I have let this guy come on and or in me. And right now, <laughs> he's distraught. And I, I, if, if you watch it and you're either even casually into it or deeply into it, you got to feel something when you see loss. Oh, yeah. Oh, But yeah, in yeah, that yeah, moment, yeah. that shit evaporated. As I am laughing with my teeth out, watching him <laughs> swat at his beloved. I don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Fuck yeah. Team Thanos at this point. Just his... off everyone else. I would love to see that next one. Just I wanted to get his contact information so I could see the next one with him. <laughs> I need I need a number rating for Mrs. Bazinga. What was she? Was she like a was she an oh. Essex seven? Where was oh. she? Was she on a, a one out of ten? Was she she a was an Towson three. Yeah, was, that, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't equate to everybody. You got to Yeah, I know, but for, you get it. Uh, I'd say <laughs> on a on a one out of ten. Oh man, oh. <laughs> like a two seven five. Okay, three if I've had a couple of beers. Four, if we're talking like ass to mouth, like maybe, <laughs> maybe a four. Okay, yeah, a five if I can just push her into the ocean immediately afterwards. I mean, she looked like one of those things that fucking Luke was getting blue milk out of in the Last Jedi. Like, it was not good. She was she was wearing what could only be described as the world's largest, filthiest doily. You've ever seen, <laughs> uh, and he <coughs> was wearing, just as I said, a, a bazinga shirt with a lightning bolt so large across his chest because it's going to take a little extra silk screening to cover that much torso. Um, but moved quickly, moved quickly when when faced with loss and tragedy like that. Uh, yeah, he he was he was fl fleet of foot as he left the theater. Um, Wow. 
Yeah. Oh, God damn. Uh, I greatly well, enjoyed what it. What theater did you go to? Uh, I went to uh, the one up in Hunt Valley. Oh, okay. Right on. Yeah. All right. The uh, the Regal up there. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. All right. Yeah. Where'd you, uh, where'd you go? We went to White Marsh. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, Marty turned me on to the Majesty of the Dolby Theater, which is fucking killer. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. Yeah. It's pretty great. This isn't one of those 4D theaters, is it? No, no, no. Uh, 2D uh, projection, but it's got uh, like subwoofers in the chairs and speakers like above you, so the sound comes down. It's have you yeah. heard of the 4D ones in yeah, DC? Like Pumping yeah. smells. There's like spray smells water at you, and steams, and like they have like a light yeah. mist, and your seat will rattle. And like at the very in like in the last fifteen minutes of the film, a big gold fist came up straight up in your asshole and stayed there until the credits rolled. <laughs> I'll meet you there at noon on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even care what the film is. If it's fucking steel magnolias, trigger the fist. <laughs> Can I pay extra for the fist? <laughs> The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. And Marty. Follow us at RoughHouseSGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at YouTube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J two one n lowercase w capital g lowercase k capital p m lowercase l capital d n seven lowercase c three lowercase r lowercase f u v q this is the, the rough, house, rough pod. house uh podcast with justin and christoph that's it fuck christoph he's terrible with his information okay Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House Podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Kristoff. And Marty? The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.